0: All right, so Joe, our levels are okay? Yes. Yes, and you've got your pop filter on your mic? I sure do. All right, and XLR cord's all plugged up. We I both mean, have headphones. Love, we got the levels, so okay. yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure everything's okay because it's the little things <laughs> that make a podcast come together.
1: <laughs> no, that make a podcast fall apart <laughs> is what it would be. Give me a moment's piece and take out the trash. We pay taxes for people to commentate the garbage. Hey, listen, Greedy, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man. Take a taxi. To the yard. Hi, and welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited. The Shore. Me, Joe. And me, Caleb. Watch movies and places uh, on try, HBO Max.
0: We try to find uh, movies that we can ironically enjoy. Sometimes we're more successful than others. I'm not sure we made it this week, but it certainly wasn't a disaster like some weeks <laughs> Like something.
1: last week, yeah. This week we watched The Little Things, the newest of the splitting with HBO Max and theaters from Warner Brothers, starring Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. Something I gotta know. How's
0: a guy with the best clearance rate in the department work 15 years without a promotion? Maybe I didn't go to the right church.
1: What do you want? I want to nail the best. For who? For all
0: of the girls he killed. I wanna nail them, too. difference is... I'm doing this for me. It's the little things, Jimmy. It's the little things that rip you apart. It's the little things that... ...get you caught. I don't know how this is doing on HBO. 13 million is what made in theaters.
1: I don't know if that's like good right now though. I don't know what the gauge yeah, for good in theaters say, is right now. That's
0: kind of good, but I don't know. I think that made more than unhinged.
1: Again, don't know what's a gauge of good in terms of money. Who
0: knows? It's all a mystery. But this is a uh, movie by John Lee Hancock and it is a neo-noir set in the 90s apparently, which is something that I could have gotten the whole movie without noticing if Joe hadn't reminded me of the title card at the beginning, uh, and what's this movie about, Joe? So
1: Denzel's the old grizzled cop; he's been around the block a few times. Rami Malik's the young up-and-comer, just high energy, you know, really wants to nail <laughs> yeah. the man.
0: Can we really say anything? Rami Malik does is high energy.
1: The would they want you to think he's high okay, energy. Okay. Rami Malik is not cast very well in this movie. And there, there's a there's a killing spree that's a little similar to the one Denzel witnessed five years ago. And they're on the case together, and their man. The Joker,
0: real life, serial killer, (laughs) real
1: life cult leader.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We can, we can discuss whether or not Rami Malek is good casting in this, but Jared Leto is perfect casting in this because,
1: Uh, okay. So I think of the performances, Denzel's doing fine. Like
0: I don't think it's possible for Denzel to do bad. Yeah.
1: I I think he's a phoning it in just a slight bit, but yeah, this is the closest. It's not, it's uh, not a bad performance. Rami Malek, I think is doing fine. He's just not cast very well. Like this is not really a role suited for him.
0: He has Dane DeHaan syndrome where he just, he's creepy.
1: He's a weird looking guy. Yeah. And so
0: I don't want to just typecast him in creepy things, but either it needs to be creepy things or it needs to be stuff with like enough personality. Yeah. Like just layers of uh, style in front of it it can't be something as like stripped back and real as this
1: and then jared leto is perfectly cast you could tell me he walked onto set looking like that and i'd believe you i mean he
0: probably did
1: i don't think he he just they got him off of his island 30 seconds to mars island and
0: you know marlon brando made up most of his lines for apocalypse now because he didn't want to read the script i could believe that with jared (laughs) leto in this
1: he is just talking a lot yeah, I just saying things. I
0: guarantee you, most of that's just him vamping.
1: I'm fine with him. I don't necessarily like him, but he's I he's pretty enjoyable in this role.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's in a role you're not supposed to like, yeah. so
1: that that definitely helps.
0: Yeah. So the plot is super simple. Um, despite that, it gets dragged out quite a bit.
1: Oh, it meanders a lot. This is a two hour movie.
0: And to be fair, you know, it's a detective. I think detective stories kind of have a slower pace to them. You know, there's a lot of stakeouts here. A lot of talking about what it means to be a cop. But- it was.
1: I thought it wasn't going too badly. Like in that first. The first act in general, I was like, eh, "This isn't like horribly paced. Like it's keeping me engaged." Then you brought up the thing, and we were like, <laughs> "We were like forty-five minutes in." I was like, "Okay, maybe it is. Maybe it is going a little slow."
0: Overall, though, I didn't really like. I think there are parts that are boring just because the direction's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And Denzel's fine, but he isn't trying. And Rami Malik is miscast. So if Jared Leto's not on screen, you're kind of out of luck. And Jared and,
1: Leto doesn't show up until the hour mark.
0: Yeah, and these are really just the three characters. Like there are some other ancillary ones, but. None of them are prominent enough to like leave any impact. So that kind of just leaves you with the story, which is pretty threadbare.
1: Yeah, it's about as bare bones of a murder mystery that you can get.
0: So I definitely think this could have been helped with just a slightly shorter runtime. Although I think most movies can be helped with like cutting out 10 minutes. I think the thing that stands out about this is that even before... Like when Jared Leto comes in, there there are some things that are kind of off about it because it's him. Even before that, there are some things that are off about this movie, like uh, Denzel's harem of dead girls. <laughs>
1: that he keeps envisioning. you like can't get. He's haunted by these girls who crime, who's a case he couldn't solve.
0: Yeah, and they're naked because you know the last time he saw them was on a coroner's table. But the way, like one of them's framed down by his feet, and the other oh, have, yeah, no, she's like caressing his feet. Yeah, it's weird. and the others have like their their uh the blankets that they were covered in, like draped over their shoulders suggestively. So. I was going to give this movie credit before that scene that they don't try to sexualize the the dead bodies. But then they did. Yeah, yeah. And then they did.
1: They lust after
0: Denzel. And there's a super part where he's just staring, weird part where he's staring at this woman driving by in a Jeep. And like, she's smiling at him and he's just staring at her (laughs) and... It's, it, it goes on
1: for like a really awkward, long, awkwardly long just shot.
0: I think you could make the case that ignoring plot, just if you saw like individual scenes presented, you could make anyone believe that any of these people are the serial killer mm-hmm. because Denzel's super pervy. Rami Malek is Rami Mar- Malek, and, and Jared movie,
1: Leto is Jared Leto. Well,
0: and the movie's trying to make you think Jared Leto is the serial killer, so that won't be too hard.
1: So were you, were you like switching at multiple points? Not not in terms of like trying to, I guess trying to predict where the plot was going to go. You're like, he's the killer now. Oh, no, no, it's actually, he's the killer.
0: No, I kind of had that at the beginning because I thought this was going to try to be more clever than it was. I think by the end, it's more straightforward. There's one twist which we can get into. But no, once the plot started rolling, I'm like, it will not make mechanical sense for either Rami or Denzel to be it. Then you're just left with the question, is it Jared Leto? And by the end, I don't think that matters at all.
1: Mm Mm-mm. The last act is kind of just a wild ride. Like from the moment Rami Malek is like at the payphone and Jared Leto shows up. It's like, where did what little realism in this movie? Where did it go? It goes out the window. Yeah. So
0: Rami Malek is on a stakeout in with Denzel and Denzel has to step out. So Jared Leto go
1: get some coffee.
0: Yeah. Jared Leto steps or comes to him and it's like, Hey, I can show you where the body of that girl is. And so they drive out to this random spot and he just it's starts, me- yeah. And he just starts making him dig holes, and he's like, "Oh no, I, it's actually over here." And for some reason, Rami keeps doing it, and the whole time he's just vamping and mm-hmm. saying, "What's the line you really liked?" Oh yeah, one?
1: oh yeah, yeah. He's like, "Truth be told, I've never killed anyone. Believe me, we can go back to her house. Maybe even stop for tacos, <laughs>
0: tacos,
1: tacos." And just, just the way he phrases it, the entire time he's playing, he's just this like.
0: Whimsical, I'm so mysterious. That scene's good. The other scene that's also good is the um and by good I mean it's funny. Yeah. Um <laughs> what we count as good on this podcast is the interrogation scene where they earlier in the movie where they have him in the room it's, with it, Rami Malik.
1: Jared Leto's only like two big scenes. The other time he's just kinda there and it's
0: what stands out about that scene is that it feels like Jared Leto is trying to do a Robbie Malik impersonation. <laughs> Because <laughs> we haven't really heard him talking. Just yet.
1: mocking him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there. Are, oh, there's also a comedic scene where Denzel sh- like trying to tail Rami, and so Jared. Jared. Yeah. Yeah. And so they end up like swapping three times on which side of the highway they're parked <laughs> on, and then they just keep driving around <laughs> to the other one.
1: It's so stupid.
0: It's very comical.
1: Not play. There's no like comedy in this movie at all. It's all super. This is all very serious. This is the most important thing in the world.
0: Yeah. Even Jared's lines are supposed to be played off like, oh, isn't it so sick and twisted? Yeah.
1: He's just a freak. He doesn't belong with us. So, uh, certified freak. The plot twist comes along. Jared's mocking Rami as he's digging these things. And Rami's just so emotionally invested in this case. He hits Jared upside the head with a shovel and kills him.
0: I want to re-edit this scene so there's just a boing sound effect.
1: (laughs) Local man trolls cops, gets killed by shovel. And then, so Denzel's been telling them the entire time, taking a a naturally long long time to find them. And then you get a flashback to him. All this got started because Denzel and his captain were on a case- uh, and Dazelle got a little too trigger happy and accidentally shot a, an innocent.
0: And yeah, yeah, they were they were finding some dead bodies and they heard someone in the bushes. And of course, the the his fellow detectives and the coroner's cover up for him. They send him upstate to be a deputy, and then he's like, "Ah, I can return the favor."
1: Well, so leading up to that, they they, were, they ha- he had the scene with the coroner at the beginning when he's like finding out about the case and the corner like, I'm not doing this again or whatever. Cause I was taking at out. I was like, Oh, he's like trying to close out the case by like, maybe we actually found the guy linked to these other ones. Like he's kind of getting haunted the entire time, not only because he killed an innocent person, but because that case never got closed. And so he thinks that since these are so similar, they found the guy for it. That's how I took it. At least I don't know. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's clear he has a multi-layered hangup. Mm hmm. Um, but then he, he, uh, there's this one piece of evidence Rami's been looking for. Uh, it's a, it's a red beret, not beret, Barrett,
1: whatever they're called. It's like a clip, a hair clip.
0: Yeah. Rami gets that in the mail from Denzel Washington at the end. And you're like, oh, Denzel fi- found the thing. But then at the end you found that Denzel just bought one and sent it to him so he could have some peace.
1: Peace of mind, thinking it, he didn't kill an innocent man for no reason at all, other then which getting he emotionally invested. Did. Oh, what she did. Yeah.
0: And it's framed with this. I mean, oftentimes in the movie, weird scenes are framed with this whimsical music. The score is just not fitting to the movie. It's like, they just, Oh, uh, we, we gotta do something. Uh, what's this over from this, uh, romantic comedy. Okay. <laughs> Quirky teenage movie. Yeah. We can end the, in the movie on that. But yeah, they, they just killed a a weirdo to be sure. And Jared Leto. So, you know, not the biggest loss. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Which at one point, Rami was like, he's just a, like, he's just a crime freak. Like he he automatically renders his case invalid because he knows too much.
0: Yeah. And it's just so weird because like, I expect this to happen and then it to be like, oh, now they'll be haunted forever. But no, both of the characters get redemption. But Why? Because Denzel Washington drove Rami Malik to the point where he was willing to kill, kill a random a person.
1: Yeah, Rami was already at a point where he was, oh, it can't be this guy. And then Dell's like, No, it is. No, it is. You're getting emotionally invested in this.
0: These are not good people. But it gives him a little bit of redemption at the end, which I'm not I'm not here for.
1: I wouldn't say Denzel gets
0: redemption. I mean, he throws away the the bullet that he shot the woman with.
1: Yeah, I think it's more just he saw what it did to Rami and he doesn't want his obsession to go to anyone else. I don't care. They obviously don't deserve redemption. They just did a horrible thing, but I think it's more just Denzel bearing the hatchet instead of, no, I freed the hatchet from the girls thing.
0: You know, what? I also just had like the realization of Jared Leto is just a true crime fan. Yeah. Which means
1: that he says it at one point, which
0: means that most people who listen to podcasts, in this movie's eyes, deserve to be hitting the shovel by... Hitting, hitting the, the shovel? With, <laughs> hitting the head with a shovel by Rami Malek. So if you listen to My Favorite Murder...
1: Rami's coming for you. So final verdict.
0: Despite the ending of the movie and kind of the stuff we made fun of, I enjoyed this movie throughout. Really? Definitely, it definitely drags in the middle. I was enjoying the first act the most. But yeah, no, I I probably enjoyed this movie way more than I should have.
1: I think it's fine. Like, it's definitely... Uh held up from being just straight up bad by the performances. Like they got three good actors who just did a serviceable job and
0: completely uninspired in any other aspect of the filmmaking though. I will say that. It's a pretty boringly directed and edited film.
1: Little fun fact this movie was uh this date was set a year ago before the whole pandemic thing became a thing. It's February. Nothing good ever ends up in February. They didn't even bother trying to move this.
0: (laughs) Well you could you could put it as movies released in February this year get to count for Oscars consideration. Mm-hmm. So you can count that because like Judas and the black Messiah is also coming out. No Madland's also coming out. So some more awards baity movies are coming out this month, but I think, I think HBO was smart or Warner brothers was smart enough kind of hedging their bets where it's like, it could either be a February dump movie or it could be Oscar mm-hmm. bait. I know they're, I know they're passing out a uh, Jared Leto's name around <laughs> and for your consideration campaigns. Oh,
1: otherwise just forgettable movie.
0: It's so rare that we watch a movie like this watchable. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the not... most it's
1: the most just background noise kind of movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't remember the last just such a such a mundane Sunday afternoon movie we watched. Yeah. Except maybe Gemini Man, but that was ages ago.
1: That was ages ago. And I don't even think that reached that. That had enough levels of weird to throw it into whimsical.
0: Yeah, true. Well, Joe, thank you for going on this journey with me. I have bags of evidence from a completely innocent man's house that I need to burn. Can I come? No, you have to dig more holes. Oh, okay. Rami Malek is in the weirdest remake of Holes ever. <laughs>